Hello my friends and welcome back to our little potato podcast, this time February edition. Uh, I'm gonna apologize right in advance because I lost my earphones, my Apple earphones. I don't know where they went, they they run away. I have no idea. I looked all over the place and I can't find them. And I always use the microphone that is... Um, Built into the the if <clears throat> yeah and I can't I can't speak obviously, um, I always use the microphone that is built into the earphones to record this podcast because I don't have um another microphone that I could use, and I know that the audio quality is not that great, even with that microphone but. Uh, yeah, that's all I have, and now I don't even have that. So I am fearing that the that the audio quality of this podcast is gonna be even more, even crappier. So apologies in advance, but I really wanted to put out this podcast, and I don't have a mic right now at my hands. So I'm sorry. I hope it's not gonna be too bad. I really have to invest into a proper mic. I think in the future. And I'm looking at the ones, at the one that everybody is using. Basically, the I think it's the blue Yeti Yeti blue Yeti Snow White edition blue Yeti the the blue Yeti one. You you probably heard of it, um, or you probably saw someone using it in a in a um YouTube video. I know that Catnip recently purchased it, so and it's it's supposed to be one of the best. Bluetooth, not Bluetooth, USB um, microphones on the market right now. And it, it's not that cheap, but I still have to save, save up a little to be able to purchase it. So hopefully next month podcast is going to be better audio quality. Maybe I can find another mic. But enough about microphones. <laughs> That's not the topic of this month podcast. Actually... Um, well, first of all, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If you're listening, you've probably been a patron for a long time now, or you just recently joined, which, um, whichever it is, thank you so much. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so thrilled. See, I really can't talk. (laughs) It's... 11 in the morning and little P just went down for a nap and I'm I'm barely awake even though it's 11 in the morning but we had a rough night anyway so I am thrilled that you are here <laughs> thank you so much um, I hope you enjoy this little podcast series that we've started a while ago um, as always I'm not really sure what the topic of this podcast is gonna be I always feel like I don't have enough experience yet to talk about really important topics, you know, like business or setting up an online store or earning money with art or being a successful illustrator or like being successful on YouTube or like whatever, um, because I'm not any of it. And I feel like I'm not in a place to give advice yet. Uh, um, 
Uh, also, I'm not really good at explaining, so I always struggle with topics for these podcasts, also with topics for my monthly videos. Um, because, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't feel like I should be putting advice out there when I'm not really in a position yet where I can say, you know, I have experienced this, this and this and I would recommend you do it like this, you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I hope that changes in the future, but until then, it's probably me just gonna... me rumbling, rambling about random topics and my life and what's on my mind lately. But if you have have a request for me, if you want me to talk about something specific if you're interested in something if you if there's a question you always wanted to ask me please please leave it in the comment section of this podcast and i'd be happy to answer them in the next episode uh until then as you probably know i've been working on a shop update recently um so the goal for this year my goal For this year is to basically put more effort put more time um, into my shop and try to get things running really i think i talked about this in my last podcast and in order to do so i am preparing a few products right now so like stickers and prints mainly i i also wanted to do these little batches not the tin batches not pins batches um, but I don't think I'm gonna include them in this time, in this shop update, because I really have to look into uh, manufacturers, because I can't make them at home, and I only know about manufacturers in the Western world, so to say. So, like, basically everybody I am watching on YouTube, or everybody in the community, on Instagram, Patreon, wherever... They are all either from Europe or the US and obviously they all have suppliers or manufacturers um, of like companies where they where they buy their postcards or pins or whatever that are placed in the US or in, or in Europe and I can use those um, suppliers but the shipping cost to Japan is just freaking expensive. <laughs> So I really have to know that the item will sell in order to take the step and buy something from the company and in order to like, you know, make up for the high shipping costs that I would end up with. So I have to look into some options that are based in Japan and I'm sure that they are some, but it's hard to find them, especially when you like have to look up everything by yourself. That's something that I've always, like, not struggled with. But when I first started looking into making prints and stickers at home, obviously all the information I found was based on people who experienced, you know, who have done it in the US or in Europe. And so again, they would buy their sticker paper from, for example, online labels, which is, I think, mainly based in the US. And then they have another um another company in the UK and again I could buy from online labels but the shipping would be 
really, really expensive. So as much as I would like to be able to buy my sticker paper from online labels because it's cheap and apparently good sticker paper, I can't or I'm not willing to do so yet because I would really have to buy in bulk to make up for the shipping cost. So I had to look into alternatives that are available here in Japan and since there are not many people <laughs> who are living here in Japan and who are doing the same thing that I am doing, um, it was hard to came up with a solution or to came up with an option that's available for me. I only know Love Soup. I don't know if you if you know her. She she's she's on Instagram and also on YouTube. She's really, really cute. She she does really cute YouTube videos and she's I think she's originally from Australia and she's now living in Japan. But as far as I know, um she does she I like she doesn't print at home, but I don't know where she gets her postcards or everything else from. And I'm too afraid to reach out to her. <laughs> she's just, she's pretty big, like in terms of numbers. And I know that's, that's stupid and I shouldn't really worry about it. I should just try, you know, shoot her a DM or an email or whatever. But... Then again, I'm I'm not sure if she's willing to share that information with me. Uh, however, I think she's doing a, uh, how how is it called again in English? Uh, oh man, like a one man show in an art gallery in Harajuku. I think in May or something. And since I love her work and and I think you know she's just really cute and I would love to meet her in person. I I thought about going there if I can make some time you know if I can find someone who looks after little p and maybe maybe I can have a little talk with her you know <laughs> and maybe ask her it's also it was also it would also just be nice to have a connection here in Japan you know someone who is doing the same thing who is in the same situation just someone who I'd be able to talk about stuff like creative stuff and business stuff who's you know familiar with the situation also with this shipping situation from Japan because again that's totally different from somebody who would be shipping from the US for example so it would just be nice to if it would be nice if we could become creative potato friends <laughs> that's my dream kind of <laughs> but Obviously, you can't just go there and say, you know, we are friends now. You have to click with the person, you know. There has to be a certain, uh, how do you, you have to be on the same wavelength, if you want to say so. So, we see how that goes. Um, anyways, what I was talking about. Oh yeah, the shop update. So, again, with the batches, I have to look into into a manufacturer that could supply me with the batches or eventually pins or something like that in the future who is preferably based in Japan or at least somewhere here in Asia, Asia so that I don't have to pay for a ridiculous high shipping. And I don't think I'm gonna be able to make that in time. So 
I have said, <laughs> this is kind of sudden, but I've decided on a date for the shop to go live. And it's gonna be March 20... March, let me just look at my calendar. Yeah, March 2021. So on March 20, which is a Saturday, the shop is gonna go live. And the reason why I have decided on this date is first because I didn't want it to be any later than March. So I didn't want it to go into April. And then second, I have become a patron of Emily Harvey Art on Instagram. I found her on YouTube. And then I looked her up on Instagram and she also has a patron. And she she's just she's such a kind such a kind cute funny soul and I really enjoyed her content so I decided to become her patron and she does uh, uh, how is it called like a creator's market where she basically basically organizes like an online market and all of her patrons can join and that market is set to March 2021 so in order to be able to join that market, <laughs> I decided to, you know, put it on the same date as reopening my shop. It kind of forced me, you know, to finally settle on a date, which is nice, you know. Otherwise, I probably would have pushed that decision really, really far, <laughs> as far as I could. So it's going to be March 2021st. That weekend is going to be the, the sale and I'm going to have a 20% welcome coupon discount thingy going on for the weekend so if you're interested mark the date in the calendar I'm not sure I would love to reopen the shop early for you guys um, just as a like a little thank you so that you're able to look at things before everybody else um, it's not like things are gonna go sold out because I basically make everything at home so I am not really in a situation where I have to reorder stuff but I think it would be nice if you guys could have an like an early look at things and you know if you want to buy buy something before everybody else but I don't know um, how I could make that possible because my shop is on Etsy and with everybody else um, like for like other people who have their shop on a independent site like maybe on their on their own homepage they usually you know have the site locked down with a password so in that case i could just give you guys the password password and then you could access early but i can't do that with etsy so the only thing i could do is like open my etsy like maybe two days in advance and just don't tell anybody <laughs> except you guys um, but if somebody then accidentally access my shop from Instagram or somewhere of of course they that then they could buy so it's not like super exclusive you know what I mean so I don't know like let me know if you're interested in that or if you're just fine with waiting until Saturday and you know then like I, I don't know like it's it's again it's not gonna be the case that any items would go on sold out so 
あの、Let me guys, let me, let me guys, <笑> help, let me know what you think about it. Um, anyway, so yeah, I've been preparing the shop update. It's not going as fast as I would like it to go, but that's okay. And I'm also really unsecure, unsure about the products, about the things that I'm preparing, because even though I like them, I don't know if you guys would like them or if anybody else would like them. So I'm always a little anxious and worried. But since I am doing everything at home, it's okay because I can just put it out there and then if nobody buys it, I just don't have to make it and I don't end up with a bunch of postcards or a bunch of art prints at home that nobody bought, you know. So that's mainly why I'm still doing stuff from home, also just because I like doing everything myself. <laughs> But... Maybe one day in the future, if I can't handle the amount, I might consider getting the prints from outside. But for now, I think it's it's really nice to be able to do things at home because I don't have to worry about the number of products or about going like running low on stuff. And it's just it's just nice to control your supply like that. And it kind of takes away the fear of getting stuck with a bunch of things and don't be able to sell them. So that's mainly what I've been up to lately. And oh, I also quickly wanted to talk about a thing that happened last month mainly. So do you remember when that one company um Stationary Island reached out to me on Instagram and offered to send me a bunch of their alcohol markers for me to try them out and then you know just post on my Instagram in exchange and then they also offered to run a giveaway for you guys so that one of you could win win the same pack of alcohol markers. And I said, yeah, why not? You know, it was the first time that a that a proper, <laughs> a proper, I want to say so, a proper company reached out to me. They seemed legit. They seemed okay. Um, and, you know, I would I would get a bunch of markers in exchange for just posting a few um, drawings and stories on my Instagram. So I said, yeah, okay, let's do it. And the markers arrived. Everything went fine. And after they arrived, I did the illustration and I showed you guys and everything. And I, I, I told them that I wanted to post the illustration. I was fine with posting stories, but I wanted to post the illustration in my feed together with the information for the giveaway. So that, you know, it's, you know, nice and compact. You know, this is the illustration that I made with the markers. And by entering the giveaway, you can, you can win the same marker set. And just it seemed nice and compact and you know it made sense in my head so I told them I really want to post the illustration together with the information for the giveaway but I don't know what your rules are because I I I won't be the one who ships the markers so I don't know if there are any countries that they can ship to especially with the current situation I don't know I didn't know if they had a certain deadline or like 
any other certain rules about who would be the one to contact the winner, who would be the one to pick the winner and everything. Like it was the first time that I did something like that and I had no clue what what they wanted me to do. <laughs> and I asked them a bunch of time. I think the only contact we had was due was through Instagram, through my DMs. Even though I asked them in the beginning to send me an email because I barely ever check my DMs and like things slip through so easily in my like DMs on Instagram. So I told them, you know, can you please just send me an email? It's so much easier because I get notifications and I don't just overlook things, but they didn't. So I said, okay, <laughs> it's okay. So the only contact we had was through Instagram and I asked them a bunch of times to finally send me the information because I had no idea like is it up to me to set the date like can I just decide myself is it okay like what do you want me to do <laughs> um, and they didn't respond and the first time so the first time they reached out to me was at the beginning of December no They reached out to me in November and then the markers arrived at the beginning of December. And then obviously there was New Year's, which is okay, you know, I don't expect them to work over New Year's, so that was perfectly fine. But even after, like in the middle of January, I had wrote them a couple of times and, and they didn't respond or they didn't respond with the with an answer to my actual question. So that was a huge hustle and I got so annoyed by it because of course I was then withholding posting the picture of the illustration in my feed because they didn't give me the information. They were asking me to like, can you please finally post the picture of the illustration? You haven't posted the picture yet. You only have posted the stories and we ask you to post in your feed too and I said yeah I, I want to do that and I'm ready to do it but you haven't give me, given me the information that I was asking for so uh, whose fault really is it <laughs> um, so that was a little bit annoying and then finally finally um, at the end of January or so they finally responded with the information that I needed and I was able to post the illustration and And pick a winner, and I hope I really hope they contacted the girl, the girl because she she was really really cute. She was really nice, and I reached out to her and I told her, you know, um, as much as I like the marker set, and as much as I, I'm happy for you that you won the giveaway. I just want you to know that if they don't reach out to to you, please contact me, and I'm gonna make up for it because I was afraid, um because of the experience I had with with them and with the contact flow we had, you know, with their low, like not low, with their slow responses and everything, I was afraid that they wouldn't reach out to her or that it would take them a while, like weeks for them to reach out to her. And I felt responsible because she entered the giveaway through my Instagram and she... I was the one basically hosting it even though they are the ones who are giving away the prize. So I felt really, really responsible and 
I was so worried that I wouldn't reach out to her and that she would end up with nothing in the end. I like I know that probably wouldn't happen, but that was my biggest fear. So I told her like please, please reach out to me if they don't contact you within a week or so. And she hasn't she hasn't reached out to me yet, so I think I hope <laughs> I hope they contacted her. And I hope everything went went smoothly, everything went fine. But yeah, that was kind of a salty experience that I quickly wanted to talk about. And in conclusion, I think I, I'm glad I did it because it was my first time and I had nothing to lose, so to say, because, you know, I got some product in exchange for a few stories and I hope that the girl ended up with with the markers too so it was more of a win situation for me and also for her than for the company but because there was no real contract or like any like written down rules or anything like that it went very loose and I was a little bit afraid honestly that they would you know maybe just disappear or like never never contact me again or like never answer to my my messages it just felt a little bit unsecure the whole thing so I don't like I'm that I'm glad I did it because for the first time I think it was okay and since it wasn't a huge company I didn't really expect much from them. <laughs> That's kind of mean to say, but I hope you know what I mean. But it was also annoying, annoying, really annoying. And it made me feel like I'm not, like they don't really care about me, which I think is a huge problem with the whole companies reaching out to influencers not that I not that I call myself an influencer but when you watch a YouTube video and you know there are people like just normal people like you and me um, who are influencers who or who are content creators and then they get sponsored by a company and they recommend a product to you um, that that's basically well basically the same um, like what I did and for the company, obviously, it's a great new way of marketing themselves, like putting their name out, say, out there. And it's much more trustworthy for you and me. You know, we watch, that, we watch that person and it's someone who isn't any different than you are or than I am. It's not like a celebrity, celebrity or like a popular person, for example, who I... I, at least, I myself, I don't really trust them. <laughs> but when it comes to those people, you know, on, on YouTube or whatever, they are more no normal people like you and me. And if they like the product, it's easier for me to believe them when they say this is a great product and I used it for for a couple of weeks and I really like it. And I am more likely to buy something that has been recommended to me by a person that is more like that is as normal as I am <laughs> than 
something that I saw on television or something that a super rich or super famous person recommended to me. Um, I don't know if you guys are anything like that, but that's that's at least how it is for me. So for the company, of course, it's great. You know, they get their name out there, they get their product out there, they are more likely to get sales probably from doing so, especially for small companies. I think it's a great way um, because they maybe they don't have the budget for a huge PR com campaign or for a huge um, television, you know, GM or something like that commercial or to get themselves printed in a magazine or something so they reach out and of course they have to pay the person properly like <laughs> there, there shouldn't be any underpayment or like no payment at all and I only did this without any payment because you know it was a one-time thing and I don't really consider myself big and it was my first time so I, I just thought you know let's just do it let's just do it and it's not like I didn't get anything in exchange, but still. So for the company, obviously, it's great. And for the person who is doing it, I think it's probably it's great, too, because they get product and they get money in the best case <laughs> for just for, you know, recommending something that they already like. So it's kind of a win win situation. And I think it's a it's a good thing. I think it's a great thing. If both sides um, get something from it, if both sides, um, how do you say, have a positive come out of it. Um, and with, with the, like, it's 2021, why not do something like that? Like the internet is huge, social media is huge. Um, probably very few people watch television commercials anyway or buy a magazine they are more likely to watch youtube so you know it's obvious and it's great but <laughs> sometimes there's also like in my opinion sometimes there's also the danger of the company just choosing the easy way and taking advantage of people who have no idea and who are just eager and who are just so happy that a company reached out to them that they would do anything for little or no money so there's the there's the risk of you selling yourself for basically nothing and the company getting a huge win out of you without investing anything you know for the company of course that's awesome you know they don't have to pay any money they don't have to invest into you and they still get their name they, they still get their marketing their pr probably still get some sales from it and you in the end get little to nothing which is a huge problem in my opinion and especially with small people who are just not small people that sounds mean especially with someone who is just starting out and who might just get super worked out up about the 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 chance that they get like i'm just i'm just worried i'm just really really worried and i hope that you like it's okay like i don't want want to say don't do it it's okay like if you if you say for yourself you understand 
the situation and you understand the risk but you still want to do it like maybe just for the experience like I did then I think it's perfectly fine like go for it really but in the long term I think you shouldn't do it because there's a value to you and your work your work and you shouldn't work for somebody for nothing like you wouldn't you wouldn't accept a job offer from a company where you work 40 hours a week and only get a hundred bucks like you wouldn't do that right so when it comes to these sponsorships or companies reaching out to you asking to um, promote their product like consider if it's worth the amount of and effort of time you have to invest into promoting the the product in exchange for what they are willing to pay you or what they are willing to offer you product wise so in my case I got a bunch of markers and all I had to do was to like draw something which I don't really mind you know <laughs> it's kind of a hobby of mine and I had fun and then I only had to post a few pictures on Instagram so I didn't really consider the time and the amount of work I put into it um, like as a huge amount compared to what I got from the product and since it was my first time I did it more for the experience than for anything else but if it would be something much more not like much bigger or something that required me to invest a lot more time into and then I probably wouldn't do it the same way or I would at least ask them to send me a proper contract or like a something written that says you know you are doing this for us and we require you to do this and this and you are getting in exchange you're getting paid this this amount of money or you are receiving this product which is worth this and this you know so yeah social media so social media is great and it's awesome that we all have access to social media and we all basically get a chance to try and it's it i think it makes it much easier for people who are starting out and who have no connections like you who don't have anyone around them who could set them up with something to get the chance for those connection or get the chance to reach out to companies like that but it also bears a big risk of losing yourself and just trying to do everything just in order to get more followers and just in order to get more more how do you say to get yourself more visible on the internet and it's just risky it just really is risky because there are no boundaries if you don't set them yourself and yeah that's just that's just what I realized with this experience like it wasn't a real bad experience but it just made me think um, how I like I, I'm glad I did it and I realized that in the future, if I ever get to do it again, I I kind of want to set more strict boundaries for myself. And also, I have to become more, like, 
stronger maybe in a sense that I have to like really communicate and really have to be strict about the things I want and I want them to understand and then hopefully they they're gonna respond in a in a nice way to that so that was just my little little experience and I just really wanted to talk to you guys about it if you have any like thoughts or any anything you want to comment on it please please feel free to do so I think this is like a really interesting topic this whole social media thing like especially for me because I'm not a really outgoing person and I don't really like putting myself on social media I don't mind putting my work on social media and with my youtube channel I don't mind putting my face on on the internet but I am very very concerned and very careful about what I say and what I film and what I end up showing about especially about my private life so that's that's one reason why I don't show my daughter and I don't I I never mention her real name and I don't plan to do so in the future and that's also one reason why I don't really film outside my house much I mean right now because of the pandemic because you know you can't really go outside but um, I'm also just afraid that especially on YouTube maybe somebody might recognize where I live <laughs> and then they might look me up and it's just it's just scary somehow it just scares me like my whole personal information my private life I'm private life I'm really careful about what I end up filming what I end up showing and I also used to be really afraid of actually mentioning my last name because since I after I married and my last name changed my last name like my my name Saskia Watanabe became kind of unique I don't think that there are many Saskia Watanabes out there <laughs> there are probably a few Saskias and then especially in the in Japan there are many many Watanabes but Saskia Watanabe is kind of rare I believe if maybe I'm not the only one so I was a little bit afraid of actually letting people know my my full name because I was afraid that somebody might be able to look me up and then they might figure out where I live you know <laughs> it just it just spirals in my head um, but maybe I'm just overthinking and I kind of tend to focus on those scary parts at least on the parts that are really really scary for me and then I forget about the awesome parts about social media like social media gave me the community that I have right now gave me the opportunity to be able to get into contact with you guys or with other people on Instagram with other creative people that I, I would never like we are living miles and miles and miles like apart like on different con con in different countries and still we are able to communicate and reach out to each other and help each other out through internet and through social media so that's awesome like that's I don't know I think it's brilliant I think it's brilliant I think it's really really great but it's also kind of scary at least for me I like it. I don't know I don't know if you guys are anything like that 
but that whole so- social media thing is something that I can talk about for hours and since I'm already hitting the 40 minute part which is <laughs> again quite a long podcast I'm gonna say goodbye <laughs> for now and maybe I I continue talking about social media in in the next episode let me know if you're interested if you want me to continue rambling about social media and I'd be happy to do so but for now thank you so much for listening I love you very very much stay stay awesome stay creative stay hydrated stay kind and a huge huge virtual hug for me and goodbye Thank you.